You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 41, New Normal. Hey guys, how are you? Okay, so glad you are here. I'm so excited. I have one week before I get to attend a huge conference for suicide bereavement looking so forward to it i'm going to be getting some training there and i'm going to be learning a lot of new things and i'm so excited to gather more information and share it with you all so looking forward to it i hope you're all doing well okay so today i want to talk to you about the phrase new normal now i'm going to be honest with you i can't stand that term new normal It is something that feels like, okay, this is, I had a normal before my loss and now I have this new normal. And I've been really thinking about this topic because I remember after losing my sister due to suicide, I really felt like my life had completely changed. I felt the way I viewed things, the way I viewed people the way I viewed my religion, the way that I viewed God and the afterlife and the way I viewed my spirituality and the way I viewed relationships in my life and my future and my goals and all of these things had changed. They they had shifted. Okay. And some were for the better and some not so great, but I really honestly felt like this was going to be just my new normal. And there was a lot of negativity attached to this new normal. I felt that I had been given that it was my circumstance of my life now. And that this was just something I was going to have to deal with, that I was just going to have to live with. And I really remember after losing my sister and really thinking about how sad I was and how discouraged I was and how I felt like now that my sister was gone, I didn't deserve to have things anymore or experiences anymore. And I didn't feel like that it was okay to create a new future for myself or do things for my future or have goals or anything like that. So I felt my future looked very bleak. I felt I was changed. I felt like the way that I looked at people and the way that I looked at my friends and the way that I looked at my family members felt different. And I just remember thinking about how devastated I was because I had this life prior to my loss that I loved, that I enjoyed, that I really felt like I was thriving in. And then I suddenly went through this experience of loss And that life that I loved was no longer available to me because I felt like after experiencing that event, 
my life was subject to a new normal. And, and I really, and it really got me thinking about this because when I was in this idea of this negative new normal, I was not doing the things I enjoyed. I wasn't nurturing relationships. I wasn't going out of my way and spending time with friends. And I wasn't really feeling up to going to activities. I didn't really want to plan vacations. I didn't want to do things that my previous self really loved doing. It was like I had just changed and I just put it to this idea, blamed it, if you will, to this idea of this quote unquote new normal. And so I know as grievers, we tend to go through this. We go through this phase of feeling like we are in a new normal. But I really wanted to talk about it today because there's two ways that we can use this idea of this new normal. Okay. The first one is against yourself. And the second one is for yourself. And I want to talk about both of these today. Okay. Now I would preface this by saying that the majority of suicide loss survivors fall into the camp of using this new normal against themselves. Okay. And there's good reasons for this, right? It's because our past is something that will never be quite the same. Your loved one that you lost is no longer on the earth with you breathing in your life. And you really have to reconcile that, right? You really have to reconcile that this person that you cared about is no longer going to be there anymore. And there's a lot of emotional stuff that's attached to all of that. There's a lot of emotional storytelling we're telling ourselves. There's a lot of emotional thinking related to this. And it's completely normal that we're experiencing this because our brains are so fascinated with the past, right? Think about all the movies and the books and stuff that were written for time travel, right? Because so many people think to themselves, if only I could go back in time. I'm not sure if you've seen that really silly movie, the Napoleon Dynamite, where Napoleon's uncle is obsessed with creating this time machine so that he could go back in time and take state at football in football in high school. And the premise of it is pretty hilarious, but it is part of our human condition to really want to be able to change things, to be able to go to the past and change choices that we've made, do something different so that the outcomes would be different and maybe that we would be further along in our futures. My husband and I joke all the time, if if we only could have saw what Amazon would have been or Google would have been or Facebook would have been, we probably would have put all of this money into this those stocks and be able to retire because future is high in sight 2020. So I think our brains are really fascinated with being able to go back to the past and make different choices and do something differently. And, and then that's the thing is that the past cannot be changed, right? We can't go back. We can't 
change situations. We can't change what has happened. It's factual now. It is a circumstance now. It is part of the reality of what is. And no matter what we do about it now, no matter how we think about it now or how we feel about it now, doesn't really matter. It's not going to change the fact that it happened. So as a survivor of loss due to suicide, so many of us get stuck in this, right? We get stuck in that past, in the past. We think a lot about the scenarios in the past. We think about what we could have done, what we should have done. If only we had called more, or if we had said this thing, or if we would have been more supportive, or if we would have taken them to therapy, or if we would have stood up for them in a particular situation or whatever it is, right? There's a million different could have or should have or would have that we could come up with. But the reality is that the past can't be changed no matter how much we want it to. And being really stuck here is really promoting a lot of guilt and regrets and feelings of sadness and inadequacy. And we feel like we really are not deserving of creating lives that we really love and lives that we can thrive in anymore because we're so stuck in this concept and this idea of this is just how it's going to be. And this is just how our new normal is. But here's the truth. We absolutely can be, can think differently about this. We do not need to be stuck in these thoughts of how things will never be the same again. And that this is just our new normal. We don't have to stay there. Okay. I'm telling you, we get to choose, okay, how we want to think about our past, how we want to think about the things that have happened to us. We have the choice. It is not something automatic. It's not something that we are a victim of. Okay. We get to choose. And it's great news, my friends. This is like the best news ever. I remember having that epiphany that I got to choose how I would think about things. I never even knew that this was a possible thing. It wasn't until I listened to a life coach talk about this very thing, Bert Castillo, who I trained under, who said, we had the power to think differently. And when I heard this phrase, it was a game changer for me. It was something that I never knew was even a possibility. It was not something that I just knew about. And when I understood that we had that power, when I truly understood that, a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And that was when I realized that I had the power to choose. Okay. So now back to this phrase, new normal. The second way we can think about this is to use the phrase for ourselves, to advocate for ourselves. Okay. Let me give you an example. We could say something like things will never be the same again. And that's okay. 
I'll always love and care about my sister. I will always love, always care about, I'll always miss her. Okay. But I can still have a future. I can love again and I can still care about and love and miss her. Okay. Sometimes I feel like survivors think that they can only have two options. Like they feel, okay, I've lost my sister. I'm very sad. I'm feeling a lot of lack of motivation. I feel like I'm in a slump. I'm feeling depressed. I'm very feeling very guilty. And I feel a lot of regret and I should have said this and I should have done this. And I should have done all of these things so differently. I need to stay there so that I can honor my sister so that I can honor my loved one. And I'm telling you, it's not honoring them by being stuck here, but for some reason, our brains like to think that we are, isn't that fascinating? So we can think things like how much we love and care about our loved one and still be motivated to have a future that we love again. We can have both right now. I have to tell you, it took me a minute to really realize that I could have both. Okay. It's not something that just naturally comes. It takes work, it takes effort. It takes a little bit of practice. So it does take a little bit of time, but I'm telling you it is available. Okay. So now I really want to talk about this phrase again, the new normal and how it can either become limiting, right? Or it can be expanding, right? Where it can really expand what your future holds. And it all is dependent on what your idea of what your new normal looks like. Now, the way to do this is to really look at what you desire in your future. You have to hone in on to what this is going to mean for you. Now, if you want to stay in a place where you feel hopeless and sad and you feel like you don't want to move forward and you don't want this future without your loved one in your life anymore, I completely understand it and I get it. Yes, I understand your loved one died. My sister died. And I'm telling you, if I could change it, if I could go back in time and go to the past and make my sister be alive again, I would do it in two seconds. And I'm guessing all of you feel the same way, but that's the thing is I can't, you can't, nobody can, none of us can, we can't go back and bring them back. So we get to decide what do we, where do we go from here, right? Do we just stay stuck in the sadness, in the wondering how you're going to survive without your person anymore? How life is going to look? You don't, do you feel unmotivated? Like you don't want to see what your future is going to look like without this person in your life? Do you want to stay there? Do you want to stay stuck there? Or would you rather, which I hope you would, still 
honor the loss of your loved one, but still have a life where you can thrive again, where you can live a life that you are excited about to be able to create a future for yourself, for your family, for your children, for your posterity, for those that you have the capacity to influence, right? I think all of us deserve to be able to look forward to our future again, despite what we've experienced in our lives, despite that we love lost someone that we love and care so deeply for. And I know that can be available for you. Now, I really want you to consider if you're really using the phrase, this new normal for you against yourself. And if you really want to stay there or not. Okay. Now, some of you might say, I am not ready. I don't want to do it. It's totally okay. If you want to stay there, nothing's gone wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. Nothing is wrong with you. Okay. If you want to stay there, you are doing things normally. Okay. And there's not a problem with it. Okay. But I would encourage you to consider the possibility of creating a new normal for yourself that works for your future, that works for works towards a life that you love again, one that you can be excited about. Okay. And the first step really is just to be open to the idea that it is even possible, right? So many of us don't even know that is even possible for ourselves. I know that I was stuck there. I know that I didn't know that there was a possibility that I could have a future that I care about and love. And I do. And guess what? I still love and miss and care about my sister so much. And I would give anything to bring her back. But I still have a love of a life of that I have. I love my family. I love my kids. I'm enjoying things. I'm going on vacations. I'm taking my grief and I'm doing something with it that I could hope, hopefully bring value into the world with. And I'm sharing it with all of you on this podcast and I love it. And it's available to you as well. Okay. Now, if you would like to learn more about my coaching program, I really encourage you to go to my website at www.survived-to-thrive.com and you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. And you can also sign up for free classes. I do those from time to time where I teach different things. My next one is going to be on Wednesday, August 9th. It is going to be the eight strategies you can use to lessen your pain in grief. So I highly recommend signing up for it and joining me for this class. All right, my friends. So that's it for today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. 
Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. Thank you.